Okay, we just All need right. Suleiman here. All right. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. Yep. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast. Today, we'll be sharing our thoughts and opinions on the Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which took place this past Saturday night on pay-per-view. Share some wrestling news going on in the wrestling world. Today, we're joined by my co-host, the assassin, Josh Danker. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast. And then making his way to the Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast, we have St. Mustafa, also known as Suleiman. Thanks for having me here. No problem. All right. Take it away, Josh. All righty, guys. So welcome to another episode of the Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing our recap from uh, this past Saturday's pay-per-view, uh, AEW Double or Nothing. Um, and we're going to share some wrestling news, what's going on in the world, and... Um, Pretty much, we're just going to give our thoughts and our opinions, and hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this episode. So, uh, take it from here, Jason. Alright, so, Double or Nothing was a pretty good show, so I would like to start with what everyone thought of the show in general. Let's let's start with Josh. Alright, I thought the show was fantastic. Um, 10 out of 10. Um, For a show, for a company that has no audience, right? What a sh- they just took that in a whole nother direction. I felt Double or Nothing was one of the most fantastic shows of 2020 this year. The second Double or Nothing of its uh, chapters. So this is the only the second Double or Nothing show that we've had so far. My thoughts, I absolutely enjoyed it. So what do you think? What do you think, Jason? I gave it a 10 out of 10. I thought the Stadium Stampede match stole the show. I thought the ladder match, the casino ladder match was... A great match, too. So those were my favorite matches of the night. Let's get Suleiman's thoughts. Well, I think it was a good pay-per-view, especially since they use the wrestlers as a fan. I mean, they're killing it every week with having the fans in. And it's quite cool, to be honest with you, that they actually did this. Hmm. Mm. I agree with you, yeah, most definitely. All right, let's run down the card for Double or Nothing. And we'll go around. We'll share our opinions on how the matches were, how we felt about it. And let's get to it. Josh, take it from here. All right. So the first match was the um, the buy-in match. Well, if you guys don't know what the buy-in means, uh, the buy-in is basically the pre-show match. Uh, so we had Best Friends, which is Chuck Taylor and Trent, uh, going up against Private Party, which is Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. And it was a tag team match to determine the number one contender for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Um, so best friends came up with the victory. Uh, so they're now the number one contenders. I feel like they're future champions, in my opinion. They've been on a hot streak lately. So I was kind of hoping Private Party would get that tag title shot. But um, best friends definitely deserve deserve that tag team title opportunity. They've been on an outstanding role lately. The match itself was really, really good. I absolutely enjoyed it. It was like kind of like back and forth action. Um, I'd give the match a nine out of ten. So, well, what do you think, Jason? How was that match for you? That match wasn't too bad. I love both teams. Both teams have incredible talent and a great future ahead of them in AEW. And I see best friends as tag team champions and private party too sometime in the near future. Sullivan, right? Sullivan, how do you feel about it? Match. I mean, I didn't focus on it the most because I didn't have time for the buy-in, but, well, 
it was a good shot. I mean, best friends, I'm really looking forward on them being number one contender. I hope they kill it for their tag team match. And Private Party, I'm looking forward on them being the next tag champ. Hopefully, Hopefully yeah. All right, next match was the Casino Ladder match. So we had Darby Allen, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian with Jimmy Havoc and Penelope Ford, and Frankie Kazarian and Luchasaurus, and the ninth man, who was the mystery man, Brian Cage. He was so, accompanied by Taz. He was accompanied by Taz, yes. Brian Cage with Taz. Um, wow, that match was incredible. Uh, so my thoughts on the match, uh, ladder match, wow. Incredible. Uh, a lot of great talent. I was really looking forward to seeing who the mystery man was. I thought it was either going to be like somebody that WWE released, but like it couldn't get any better than Brian Cage. It couldn't really get any better with Brian Cage. I wanted Darby Allen to win the match, but we didn't even know that the mystery guy was going to come out at the last to- at the last few remaining minutes of the match and win it. But congrats to Brian Cage with Taz. Um, Definitely a hand-picked sign- uh, signee for AEW. This guy has a bright future ahead of him, and I see Brian Cage as a future world champion. So my thoughts on that match, 10 out of 10. So what do you think, Jason? Like I said earlier, this is one of the matches that stole the show. Um, For the Mystic Partner, I also thought it was going to be someone from WWE that was recently r- released. Right, right. And I was going for Darby Allen to win the match, and... I didn't know who this Brian Cage person is, but congrats to him for winning the match. <laughs> what do you think, Suleiman? I think it was quite good. That I didn't think they could have done the ladder match without a crowd for double nothing, but they actually killed it. I was thinking that it was going to be EC3 since he told on Chris Jericho's podcast that he was thinking about going to AEW. And from seeing his post on Instagram, I was thinking that he was definitely going to be in it, but they actually got Brian Cage, and I'm surprised because the last interview they had with Brian Cage, apparently his wife said that he wasn't going to be in AEW, but they tricked us. I was hoping that it was going to be EC3, and I knew that the mystery participant was going to win. All right. All right. So, yeah, but before we get into the next match, I just want to talk about some of the six spots that were in this match. Uh, if you guys didn't see, Darby Allen uh, did a, a sick dive off a skateboard and crushed his knee on a ladder. It was that was definitely one of the six spots of the match. I so, most of the matches that we've had on Double or Nothing had a lot of six spots, like Darby Allen using the. Um, skateboard and then crushing his knee on the ladder what you guys think of that it was a six spot right it was it was fucking lit brutal it was brutal i love the spot when brian cage just lifted darby allen on the ladder and just threw him to another ladder like bro i thought he was injured at that point because that looked brutal right there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right right he legit tossed him like he was in a hospital bed and just like healed <laughs> On the same spot where, like, Ray Phoenix got hurt, too. So, I was like, yo, another injury on that spot? Yep. All right, next match. We have MJF. Uh, He went up against Jungle Boy. Now, wow. This match was fantastic. They These two 
definitely stole the show. Uh, MJF picked up the win, of course, because, you know, he's better than you and you know it. But the match itself, this match stole the show. These guys went back and forth. There was action back and forth during this entire match. I, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. These two just stole the show. So let me get uh, Jason's thoughts on that match. MJF won the match because he's better than you and you know it. Jungle Boy, yep. I'm sure you'll get a win in the future over him. Right, right, Suleiman, right. on. what do you think? I definitely knew it was going to be another squash match for MJF to win since he's already recovered from an injury. The match was great. I was, I, I thought that Jungle Boy was going to win, but like, damn, man. It sucked for him to Yeah, and he just won the Battle Royal on Dynamite this week, so I, I see that to make there. up for it. Yeah. All right, next match. This was kind of one of my favorite matches that stole the show, which was to crown the inaugural TNT champion. So we had Cody going up against the Murderhawk monster, Lance Archer. Now, wow. Two guys, these two stole the show. It was a fantastic match. And Cody became the inaugural TNT champion, which I kind of thought it was going to be Lance Archer, but I kind of knew they were going to put Cody uh, as a champion because, you know, he's kind of like one of the main guys for AEW. And I feel like, you know, it's not about people who founded the company with you, Mr. Khan. And I feel like you shouldn't put the top guys over and give some of the young talent a chance. But it's a, it was actually a really good match. And I really was happy for Cody that he finally accomplished being – the first champion of his company and he made history. So that match, 10 out of 10, definitely. Cody was the new TNT champion. Uh, so what do you think, Jason? That match was a pretty good match. It stole a show as well, even though it wasn't my favorite number one match of the night, but it was still worth watching. Cody winning is pretty good. I'm sure Lance Archer will get a shot in the future. Right. What'd you think, Suleiman? I think that was also a good match. I mean, I didn't care which one won that match because I like both wrestlers. I was most looking forward to seeing Lance as champion True. because, like, you know, he hasn't done a lot of big stuff on New Japan. I thought, oh, if he comes back to America, like, I'm hoping that something big would happen for him. I mean, he squashed a bunch of wrestlers since his debut. But, like, it was fine. I loved the match either way. And I was glad to see Cody as champion. Yeah, that was definitely a great match in general. I I absolutely enjoyed seeing Cody accomplish something that he's never done before. So, yeah, congrats to Cody once again. All right, moving on. Next match we had this kind of this match really wasn't one of my favorites, but it was actually kind of cool. One of my favorite women wrestlers was in this match. The Galaxy. It, it was the Galaxy's Greatest Alien, Chris Statlander going up against Penelope Ford with Kip Sabian in her corner. So, my match, this match, what I thought of it, um, eh, eh, it was high. It was kind of to save, save up some time. Um, Chris Statlander has been on a roll lately. She came up with the victory. This match wasn't one of my favorites on the card, but um, I, uh, I, I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed the entire show, so I said I would enjoy that match, too. So, what'd you think, Jason? What'd you think of that? match between Chris Statlander and Penelope Ford. All I have to say is that it was all right. How about you, Suleiman? 
I mean, I haven't focused on the women matches lately since like it's still working on because AEW hasn't have a big women division yet. But like, I didn't get the time to watch that one because apparently I was watching it double nothing on another platform, which apparently it didn't show. But yeah, it was a good match. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was actually a really good match just to save us some airtime, but, like, I thought it could have been better. All right, let's go on to the next one. We have the natural Dustin Rhodes going up against the chairman of AEW, Sean Spears. Now, this match was was weird at first, but it was also really, really funny. It was really funny how, like... one part of the match was funny. Yeah. When Sean Spears was wrestling in his underwear, that was pretty funny, and he had Tully Blanchard on his, uh, on his like private area. I don't want really want to. That man, that spot was funny. That was really a funny point. Yeah, it was really funny, but like it was weird how Dustin Rhodes didn't come out at first, and then he came up from behind, and kind of like just attacked Spears. But like. But, like, the match overall was okay. Dustin Rhodes came up with the victory. He's been on a roll lately. Um, so what would you think, Jason? Like I said, it was funny, but it was okay. It was funny because of yeah. one part, because, you know. <laughs> yeah. So what you think, Suleiman? I thought it was quite weird that they did this to Sean Spears like that. I mean, like, he really did himself like that. Yeah. <laughs> But it was quite weird. I mean, the start of Double Nothing was weird, but then later on it started to get better. I wasn't a fan of that match. All right. All right. Next match, we had the AEW Women's Championship match um, up next. And it was actually not just any one-on-one standard match. It was actually no DQ and no countouts. It was Hikaru Shida going up against the champion, Nyla Rose. Um, this match was great. I huge congratulations to Hikaru Shida, the brand new AEW Women's World Champion. I she has became one of my favorite women wrestlers in AEW. I absolutely am a big Hikaru Shida fan right now. Uh, she definitely deserves this moment, becoming the champion. And I, um, in my opinion, I feel like Hikaru Shida is one of the best women wrestlers in the entire world. Uh, this match was not. All really, really good back-to-back action. Um, these these two went back and forth and back and forth until the last one was standing, mm-hmm. which is Hikaru Shida became the new AEW Women's World Champion. So, what'd you think, Jason? One of the best matches I've seen in the AEW Women's Division. I enjoyed the match. Congrats to Hikaru Shida for winning the title and and give some credit to Nyla Rose for putting on a good performance. But Hikaru Shida deserved this moment, and she grew on me ever since she won the title. Right, right, right. So, and what'd you think, Suleiman? I think the match was great. They had some extreme spots right there, especially when Hikaru Shida need her right through the double nothing stacks. It was oh, the a chips, good right? match. Yeah. I love that spot for the rest of the show. Not as much as the one in the casino ladder match, but it was great to see a new woman's champion. All right. All right. Next match, we had the no disqualification. No, it was just a singles match. 
for the AEW World Title. Uh, John Moxley going up against defending the title against. Wait, so let's wait, address wait. him. You mean John Moxley? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had John Moxley uh, going up against. Let's address him properly, Mister Brody Lee, the exalted one of the Dark Order. Now this match was crazy. I absolutely enjoyed it. There was a lot of sick spots in that match, especially when Moxley uh, paradigm shift Brody Lee on the stage and Brody Lee fell um, and he was busted open the rest of the match. But uh, Moxley came up with the victories, retaining the AEW world title. I had to give this match a 10 out of 10 as well. This match was fantastic. So what do you think, Jason? What do you think of the AEW championship match? I love the match, especially when Moxley did his part going through that ground area, the ramp, I think that is, and caused yeah. Brody at least be busted open. I thought that right. was pretty extreme. But yeah. congrats to Mossy for retaining the title, and props to Brody Lee for putting on a good performance. I'm sure he'll get another title shot in the future. Right. So what do you think, Suleiman? I think that was also another great match for Double Nothing. I, I liked how like, he dropped him through the stage. Like I was, I was waiting for a moment like that to happen with the AEW stage, like it would happen in the WWE stages. Yeah, yeah. But I did not expect Moxley to win by submission. But it was a yeah, great I didn't expect that either. Show. And I knew that Brody wasn't gonna win. I mean, he just started with the company, so right. it's not gonna make it like. It's going to give a lot of WCW flashbacks where all the wrestlers who came from WWE automatically win a title. So, AEW followed the mistake. Yeah, and I feel like it's too early for Brody Lee to become champion because he just signed with the company not too long ago. Agreed. So, um, so let's get on to the, the next match, which was um, our main event. Well... This match was definitely my favorite. So we had the Stadium Stampede match. This is one of definitely my favorite matches of the card. So we had Matt Hardy and the Elite, which is Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, and the Young Bucks. Going up against Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, and Santana and Ortiz. Also known as Proud better and Powerful. Known, better known as the Inner Circle. Now, whoo! Our this minds match was phenomenal. This match was phenomenal. This match was phenomenal the entire show. I loved some of the spots, especially where Kenny Omega did that one-winged angel to Sammy Guevara off the bleachers at um, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, Stadium. That was definitely a sick spot. You also Another know who spot... renounced that match. My idol, Justin, Justin Roberts. Roberts. Right. And another sick spot was... Um, Definitely where uh, where Matt Hardy was in the – they were in the pool in the stadium, and then Matt Hardy uh, revealed some of his old characters. That part was so good. That part was fantastic. And I liked where Han- – some of the spots were really funny where Hangman Page was in the bar, and he was just sitting there drinking a, uh, some alcohol, and then Jake Hager comes up and sits, and then they start fighting. Uh, he, he this match had some – Hey, Hamer, he ruined yeah. his break. Right, 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 yeah. This match had a lot of six spots in it and a lot of uh, comedy in it, but of course, the elite. The, the, the elite. elite. 
came up with the victory. I actually predicted the Elite to win this match, and I felt like the match was back and forth action. Really, really great. I This was definitely my favorite match of the night besides uh, the ladder match the and the TNT title and the AEW world title matches. So what would you think, Jason? What would you think of the Stadium Stampede match? Woo! My mind was blown. My number one favorite match of the night and my number one favorite match of 2020 in AEW. What'd you think, Suleiman? I think that was great. They went everywhere around the stadium, especially the bar fight. Like, I definitely want to see that in their oh, the bar fight, video yeah. game. That was amazing right there. When Jake just threw Hangman all around the place, I loved it. Especially when he had the horse. Chasing after Sammy Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. And he just left his horse right there. And Sammy Guevara runs away from the car. Yeah. That was yeah. crazy. And that referee yeah. chasing them too. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had a lot of six spots in that match. Definitely. And that was funny when Guevara had some water springing it on him. And Jericho had that oh, yeah. cart over him too. Oh, with the cone, and he's like, hee, 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 hee. <laughs> yeah. I definitely hope a future double nothing event to happen there with a Dan- full Danny, crowd. They need to have more of it. This yeah. is my favorite. I mean, this happens to be probably my- not this year or another year since, like, they haven't been this big yet. I mean, they're still big in the U.S. right now, but one day they could make a full attendance in the TIA bank field. They can start running stadium shows. But this happens to be my favorite empty arena show I've seen. Right, right. So, yeah, that was the Double or Nothing show. We covered all the matches. Uh, we so, hope everyone um, enjoyed the show. Yeah. So let's get on to our next segment, which is wrestling news. So basically on this uh, segment of the podcast, we basically uh, share some news that we have um, from either some wrestling websites or any wrestling news in the world today we share right going, here on the podcast. Anything going on around the world? Actually, yes. I have something we would like to share. So, Go for it. just recently, Bray Wyatt and JoJo welcomed their second child. Uh, so, JoJo and Bray Wyatt had their second child. Uh, they had a baby girl this time. Uh, so, the, they named the baby Hyrie Von Rotunda. Uh, Bray posted mm. a picture on his Twitter uh, showing the picture of the baby and... Of course, the baby's really, really cute. They actually had a son back in May of last year. Um, so, so this so is now their they have two, second child. Now they have two kids. Yeah, yep, congratulations. Kids, so can, that, that's, that's all I have to say. That's the Bray Wyatt and JoJo. And Sulman, what do you think of that? So, uh, hmm, that was great. They got a family to start soon. Yeah. I guess Micron took JoJo's spot permanently on Raw. Yeah, because he's full time. Another uh, thing I like to share is that um, some wrestlers attended the life celebration of the late great uh, Shad Gaspar. Oh yeah. So uh, if you guys haven't been following up with the news lately, Shad Gaspar uh, passed away. Yeah, uh, he he he. Dude, it dude. happened to he happened to disappear for a couple days. Then he was found dead. Yeah, in the water. So some of the wrestlers paid tribute to Shad uh, for a celebration of life. Condolences to his family, uh, friends, and his tag team partner. 
So some people came out, such as Kofi Kingston, uh, Chavo Guerrero, JT, JTG, uh, JTG, one half of the crime, Mickey time. James, Mickey James, John Moore. I see John Morrison in there. Um, Lillian Garcia was there as well. A lot of people that knew Shad basically came out to support him yeah. and stuff like that. So, all right, Shad. Uh, right. So, man, what do you think of that? Well, I'm glad that they at least found him. I mean, there are many people who go missing, and they're usually unsolved. But luckily, they solved this case. But it's unfortunate that he's gone. Yeah. Even at these right, right. hard times. It's better to find someone, at least. So, another thing is, um, I like to share, is that um, Drew Gulag actually signed a brand new contract with WWE. Uh, he signed a multi-year. His new contract uh, is reportedly a multi-year deal. So, Drew Gulak will be with the company for a few more years. Uh, we thought he was released at first, but uh, apparently, apparently, he's been rehired. Apparently, he's been rehired by Vince McMahon. So, maybe Vince has something he could do with him. I have no idea. But hey, Vince, how, how do you something... feel about rehiring Drew Gulak? <laughs> I'm not even gonna do the voice. I'll do it later, but yeah. <laughs> but Vince will be like, yeah, that's such a good, such good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and actually, this was actually really, really cr- crazy. This is another piece of news I like to share with everybody. Mick Foley deletes his Twitter account. What? I never knew that till now. Yeah. So Mick, it was just reported. Uh, Mick Foley, it says WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley has deleted his Twitter account. What the fuck? Uh, Foley's often active on, he's, only, he's often active on social media, especially Twitter, and there's no word yet why he deleted the page. Social media can be a tough place for some of the, for some these days, and it's possible that the hardcore legend needs a, just needed a break from the constant barrage of, and bad news. So basically, he kind of needed a break. Uh, so Foley still has his Facebook page running up. Uh, his Instagram uh, is real McFoley, so you guys can see what he's posting on there. But his McFoley account doesn't have uh, this anymore, so his Twitter account does not exist. So, any news you'd like to share, Jason? Nah, I don't. Hey, hey Suleiman, do you have anything? No, not really. Not nothing. I Let's, mean, I'll people delete their news. social media here and there. I mean. The Young Bucks, I believe, they did it with theirs. I mean, they have social media. They have a life to live, you know, so they can't really focus on the media as part of their lifestyle. Mm. Okay, now we're going to get into a very, very special segment of the card. Uh, basically, this was um, so we have five matches announced for Dark next for next week's episode of AEW Dark. AEW Dark. Uh, uh, if you guys don't know, AEW Dark is the uh, kind of the sideshow for. All the it's, it's like Dynamite a second where, brand. It's a second brand where they have all the undercard talent um, in matches. And basically, it's actually really fun. It's like wrestling is exclusive to YouTube. And basically, you um, can watch it anytime you want. Yeah. So here are the matches they have in store next week. So we're going to have Billy Gunn with Austin Gunn, which is actually Billy Gunn's son, Austin. He's going up against this guy named John Skyler. Now, what I like with AEW is they get guys from the indie scene to perform, and then they just go straight back to the indie scene, unlike WWE, where they treat them as jobbers in the performance center. Mm-hmm. So another match that we're going to have is Sean Spears, the chairman of AEW. 
he's going to go up against Clutch Adams, uh, another local talent. And um, then we're going to have Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon with Leva, with uh, the librarian Leva Bates going up against QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes with Brandy Rhodes, which are the natural nightmares. Then we're going to have the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny going up against Joe, John Cruz and Joe Alonzo. And then I cannot wait for this because one of my good friends is in this match. Um, Santana and Ortiz are going up against one of my good buddies, um, Big Game Leroy Green and EJ Lewis. Um, if you guys don't know, I fought, I am good friends with Big Game Leroy Green. Really? Um, nice. Yeah, he's um he's a really good friend of mine. Professional wrestler on the indie scene. Really a big, uh, also a big uh, avid gamer. And uh, Leroy is going to get a, a moment of his life where he's going to be on AEW Dark this week going up against Nasty Santana Ortiz. No, um, Big Game oh. Leroy, a different guy. Not nasty, Leroy, mm. right now. But, um, yeah, congrats to my good buddy, Big Game Leroy. Uh, I hope to see you succeed if you get signed by AEW. So, those are some of the matches for next week. But um, I'll be tuning yeah. in. Definitely. I'll be still in my tuning in. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's see what's going on. Let's see. I'll report some more news because we got some time on here. So, let's see what the contract info so um, so let's see what's going up with the contracts for some wrestlers in the company. So we have Ace Austin, who is um, a professional wrestler in Impact Wrestling. Um, he's currently his contract will expire in April twenty in twenty twenty two. So there's not really much to cover there. So that's what I was just thinking. I was just looking at some people. So I don't know who do you think is going to be uh, next to be released from WWE after their contract expires. I don't know, really. Jeff Hardy. I'm for sure Jeff Hardy's going to go to AEW with Matt Hardy. I mean, he's done it before. I believe his ex- well, expire in August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so here is the injured list. Injuries. So, so here are all the current injuries in the professional wrestling world. Um, some of these are kind of out of date and some of them are kind of, you know, up to date. So first we all know the big one is Becky Lynch. Uh, she's not really injured. She's out because she is going to have a, a child with Seth Rollins. So once again, yeah, the Mathieu. Yeah. So big congratulations to Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch on the first birth of their child. Uh, so EC3 is also injured for some reason. I don't know why he's on this list, even though he's not even under contract with any company. So he's he had a concussion, it says in this, where I'm looking at it. Uh, so, yeah, EC3, get well soon. Uh, so Britt Baker, we all know, uh, she suffered a partial LC tear in her her knee, and she'll be out. She'll be returning at All Out September 5th, so get well soon, Britt Baker. Get well soon. Amber Amber Moon, we all know, has been out. Uh, We don't know when she will ever be back. She has a torn Achilles in her knee, so basically we don't know when she will be back. Um, And Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, uh, we all know he got injured on Dynamite uh, this past week before Double or Nothing happened. Get well soon. And... um, 
and Phoenix suffered an ankle injury, so yeah. we don't know when he's coming back. Just, uh, Kalisto. No one knew about Kalisto because Kalisto, we haven't seen Kalisto on WWE TV. Kalisto has been out with a separated shoulder since 2019, so we don't know when he'll be back anytime soon. Uh, one of the AOP uh, members is injured as well, uh, Razar. And basically, um, he's out with a suffered, he suffered a torn right biceps. We don't know when he'll be back. And Rich Swan is also injured. So there's a lot of injuries in the wrestling world, Jason. Yeah. Oh, and Suleiman left, I believe. Yeah. Oh, what happened? I don't know, he just randomly left. Oh. So, yeah. So, let's see. We have a couple... Anything you like to share, Jason? Uh, you want to tell everybody about the next episode coming? Our next episode coming up, it's going to be about TakeOver predictions. Yeah, yeah take, NXT TakeOver in your house. Uh, we're going to have a uh, special guest. We were going to have the uh, Grim Reaper Kyle Riker, which is my Gladiators tag team partner. And then the biggest fangirl, gonna... Marco. You're going to have Marco on for this episode. And last but not least, we're going to have our Making His Crash and Burn debut, uh, Omar. Uh, so that's next week's episode. Originally, um, we, were, we were scheduled to have Big Nasty Jimmy Clements, Mr. Olia, but apparently he's out camping. So we're not sure when he's coming back, but we'll be hope to have uh, him for a future episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, this is for you. Oh, yeah. And if you guys don't remember episode three, um, we had to restart the entire episode because we had controversy for episode three. So that was basically something we did not guess. We did not uh, expect, right, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, if you guys missed out on that episode, we had to record that episode solo. It so was an owner-only episode. So, yeah, let's... Um, we would like to send our best to our admin white who is going through some tough times due to that. So we, we, yeah, we hope so you feel why better, buddy. Alright, so now we have some matches tonight for 205 Live. I just got the update on Wrestling Inc. Uh, so here are some of the matches tonight. This was uh, May 29th, which is, I believe, today. Uh, isn't today May 29th? Yeah. Yes, today is May 29th. So, yeah. These are tonight's matches. We have uh, Tyler Breeze going up against Tony Nese. Um, and then we're going to have um, the the Brit and Brawlers, which is um, Danny Burt. Uh, I think Danny Burch and Orny, Orny Lorcan. Um, they're in the 205 Live division. But um, So Danny Burch is going to be in action tonight. He's going to go up against uh, Zahudi Miles from the Performance Center. Uh, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, I really don't watch 205 Live, but I kind of like to see what the future is. So now let's preview SmackDown tonight. As you guys all know, SmackDown is going to be live at 8 o'clock on and Fox. Those, and it's going to be taped. Gonna... Yeah, it's going to be taped. Uh, so we're going to preview tonight's SmackDown uh, episode. So... Let's start it off. We're going to have a preview for SmackDown's episode. So we're going to have a um, a match for the semifinals for the Intercontinental title tournament. Jeff Hardy going up against Daniel Bryan. And, um, and we're going to have also Elias going up against AJ Styles. 
whoever wins those two matches, they will battle for the Intercontinental title, which is vacated at the moment. Uh, so we're gonna also going to have a moment of bliss um, with the New Day uh, tonight on SmackDown. And Sonya Deville is going to, I believe, face Lacey Evans tonight on um, SmackDown. So there's a lot in store for SmackDown tonight. I'm hoping Jeff Hardy wins the uh, championship uh, semifinals. I'm really looking forward to him winning the title. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see, right, Jason? Well, let's just hope for the best show possible. Because yep. So let's see. Any good, more news? But... Let's hope for the best. I mean, I always have the show on, but I'm always on my phone. So, let's see. Um, all right. So, I just got the news on Wrestling Inc. that Chris Jericho. Uh, so, let's talk about next week's Dynamite episode. So, Dynamite. If you guys don't know, Dynamite. Dynamite. I mean, I watched NXT last Wednesday, but... Um, I heard Dynamite was really, really good last week. So, duh, obviously I, uh, is. I'm really, yeah. They say, oh, people are like, oh, it's one of the best. Uh, it's actually one of the best wrestling brands currently out true, there. True. So, so let's see a Dynamite preview for next week. I'm trying to see where I can find it here. Um, this is only giving me stuff from May 27th, but um. Let's see. So, trying to look for next week's um, stuff because we had the inner circle pep rally on Dynamite this week. All right, all right. Let me see. Let's see. AEW Dynamite. You can't even find the uh, things for next week, so we could preview next week's episode. Yeah, June third. So, oh, June third is a. Uh... It's a Wednesday. All right. So. June third, dynamite. dynamite. Um, so for the June, all right. So this is going to be the June third edition of Dynamite. So we're going to have Chris Jer- Le Champion, Chris Le Champion. Jericho, in action next week. I heard he's going to fight Cole Cabana. Uh, so I think he meant Cole Boom Boom Cabana. Yeah, Cole Boom Boom Cabana. Then we're going to have the tag team title match. Uh, so we're gonna have Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defending the World AEW Tag Belts against the team of Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Seems like a really good match. And then, um, if you guys don't know, um, for the TNT Championship next week, um, we're gonna have Cody going up against Jungle Boy uh, for the first time and ever. Let's start so. predictions for the two matches so far. So I think All right, who's so. gonna win that match is Cody. Because, I mean, he just won the title, right. so let him have it for a while. Right. And, Josh, who do you got? I got Cody because he just won the title, and it doesn't make any sense to put a title on somebody who just on somebody else after they just won it. So I'm going with Cody to win. And next match, as you said, we have Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, the AEW World Tag Team Championships, going up against Kip Sabin and Jimmy Havoc. I'm going to go with uh, – I like to see some new champions, so I'm going to go with Kip Sabian and Jimmy Yeah, I Havoc. thought they had it for long enough, so it's time, time to give it to another team. Yep. Yep. Maybe maybe Kenny Omega and Hangman Page will retain and face um, – I want – so 
I have a question for everybody on the podcast. So, who is going to be the next AEW World Tag Team Champions? Like, prediction. Like, who do you want to see as the next AEW Tag Champion? For my answer, I would like to see the Dark Order. I, I kind of like how they're doing right now. Dark how, Order, How about your nice. answer? Uh, my pick, I have to go with Best Friends. All right, and then... Since they are the number one contenders. Everyone out there, go go ahead and answer the question. All right, so time for this segment of the podcast where we're going to break down last week's episode of NXT. Now, Jason, I know you watch AEW on Wednesday, so I I know you didn't watch the it's show. Completely silent. Um. So yeah, I'm going to break down NXT. Uh, NXT stuff from last week. Uh, so my thoughts, I haven't watched NXT in months, but I kind of actually want to watch NXT once a week, then Dynamite the next week. Kind of go back and forth with the Wednesday Night Wars, you know? So let's see the results that we've had. So first we had the triple threat match to determine um, the man who will face El Hijo de Fantasma for the interim NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And Drake Maverick uh, picked up the victory. So, uh, Drake Maverick advanced. Um, and he's going to face Del Phantasma. Um, and then um, Johnny Gargano won his match. I really cannot stand this heel character he's doing. I, uh, I do not like it at all. It's just pointless to make Gargano heel. But I think it was time for a change. You think so? Oh, 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 oh well. You think it was time for Gargano to be heel? Because uh, he's been a babyface for well, a while. It's been fun having him as babyface. Let's see where this heel goes. Yeah, I don't, to be honest, I don't see it going really much any place. They should bring back the theme song. It's Rival Heart. Yeah, they That should, was the best thing for him. I don't like anything. So, all right. So then um, we had a... Um, Match between Shotzi Blackheart and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, of course, Rana G- Raquel Gonzalez won because uh, she's unstoppable with Dakota Kai. I'm actually a big fan of Shotzi Blackheart, but um, Raquel Gonzalez with the victory. We also had a tag team match. We had Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai going up against the NXT Women's Champion, Shaw Flair. Chelsea Green. Yeah, Vince's princess, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, we so, do live streams where we bear Vince Man on 2K20. So be sure to follow us. Right, We're going to plug right. our Instagrams at the end of the show if you guys want to tune in for that. I'm just going to say right. it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you guys will laugh your, you guys will laugh your uh, socks <laughs> off. Yeah. All right. And then we had a Skype call with Adam Cole and William Regal. So Adam, Adam Cole, Cole is going to face. Um, yep. And then Tommaso Ciampa defeated a local talent in Leon Ruff. Uh, Leon Ruff is a. I think he's a. I think he's a talent coming up at at the Performance Center. I don't know if he's actually signed yet, but he's been on NXT a couple weeks. Um. He's been in a couple matches in NXT. He's just been to be a jobber and stuff like that. So he's not really like a top star yet. So he went up against the Blackheart, Tommaso Ciampa. And then um, 
Karrion Cross came out and addressed Tommaso Ciampa about their match at NXT TakeOver In Your House. So if you guys stay tuned for our predictions, you don't want to miss out on the next episode on the podcast. And then we had the cage fight with Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. What a brutal match that was. I absolutely enjoyed that match. Timothy Thatcher picked up the victory with special guest referee Kurt Angle, which was absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, that was NXT this week. I thought NXT was a really good show this week. I'm going to... Like, they kill it every week. Start catching up to NXT. I've just, I've just yeah, been reading results. Better. Um, okay, <laughs> okay, Vince, how about we move but, on? Yeah. Let's move on. So, let's see. What should we talk about? Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Um, what do you want to talk about? Well, let's just re- re- do a raw review and then we say our outros. Um. All right. So we have raw. So we uh, raw was Monday on USA. Yeah. Uh, as y'all know. Oh we, yeah. So, raw. So, if you guys don't know, we have a preview for. Uh, Rey Mysterio's retirement ceremony hmm. this Monday, which is going to be interesting. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be part of the storyline, but everywhere it says, ah, Rey Mysterio's retiring. Ah, yeah, he's re- retiring. I don't feel like it's true. And then I would like to share this to everyone. What does everyone think of them using NXT stars in the crowd? Me, I'll go first. Uh, I like it, but they're just copying. I AEW. knew everyone would be saying that. <laughs> All right, so we have a raw review for um this week. So uh, next week we're gonna have on raw um well supposedly this week we're gonna have Apollo Cruz going to defend his U.S. title against opponent of his choosing. We don't know who that is yet, but you have any predictions who it might be? No. No, I have no predictions either. Uh, and then we're going to have champion versus champion. Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, will face Starfire in a champion versus champion showdown. And then you all know Seth Rollins is going to host Ray's retirement ceremony, which is bullshit. Um, also, and then Aleister Black will face Seth Rollins on Raw this week. Let's Monday. just hope for the best, but before we say our outros. Let's do a Raw review because I'm trying to find the results. <laughs> okay, but all right, raw. How do you feel about Matt Hardy? Right, I mean, Matt Riddle getting called up to SmackDown. I heard that news has been going around. I I feel like it's way too early for him to go up. I feel like they're just gonna waste him on the main roster. Yeah, just like, stay in what's NXT. the point of getting called up to the main um, roster if they're just gonna be wasted? That's that's the thing with WWE, with their and their call ups. Yeah. All right. So I'm on Bleacher Report. We got the raw results from May. Uh, I'm trying to. Where the hell May is it? I don't even give you the results. Oh. Uh, yep. That was it. All right. So um. So on Raw, we had our first segment, which was the Kevin Owens show with special guests. Um. Natalia, Oscar, and a bunch of other people. Uh, what'd you think of the Kevin Owens show segment? I thought it was all right. A pretty decent way to start up Monday Night Raw. 
right? And then we had our match with Apollo Crews and Andrade. Apollo Crews winning the U.S. title. I which thought was it was amazing, well deserved. So, right? I absolutely like the match see where in general. This rain goes. Uh, Apollo Crews. Right, right. Hopefully, it stays the way it should be. Then we had the Iconics asking for a title match. Uh, they're going to actually face the Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the women's tag titles on Raw this coming week. June 1st, tune so, in. So um, I really hope the, the Iconics win the titles back. Then we had the VI, MVP's VIP Lounge with special guest, the WWE Champion, Drew McIntyre. What did you think of the set? Segment. Not too bad, really. Yep. Then we had Angel Garza going up against Kevin Owens. Uh, Garza took out the leg of Kevin, knee of Kevin Owens, but I feel like didn't. I think Kevin Owens won that match, right? Or was it Garza? I totally forgot because I was really not paying attention. It was Garza versus Kevin Owens, and Garza won the match. Yeah. So Garza, I feel like he has a bright future. Then we had this was a fucking hilarious segment. Golfing with the Street Profits and Viking Raiders, and it was really a funny. How segment. do you caught the part where the like the um, officers and that one lady said, "I'm gonna let you go this time because you're cute." Oh yeah, when they did the axe throwing, I feel like they're gonna get a title match in the future. This is so. a really cool rivalry to see. Yeah. And as we know, Josh is a Street Profits fanboy. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You already know the vibes. Mur- so then we had Murphy and Austin Theory, uh, part of the Monday Night Messiah, against Humberto Carrillo and one of my personal favorites, oh, Alistair yeah. Black. So Murphy and um, Austin Theory kept up with the victory. So, And then um, he's- and Rollins was just saying he sacrificed Rey Mysterio. Which I feel like it's just bullshit. He's not no god. His gimmick is going way beyond out of control. And Vince, please change Rollins' gimmick. Go I'm back tired to of it. burn it down. Yeah, please go back to that gimmick. And then we had Charlotte Flair, uh, the NXT Women's Champion, going up against Nia Jax and Natalia to determine the number one contender. To face Oscar at Backlash, which our predictions will be coming up on the podcast for Backlash. Yeah. Right, Jason? So that will be episode six. So, um, Nia Jax actually won that match, so she's going to be the one that faces, um, Oscar at Backlash. So we'll see how that goes. And then we had the Street Profits going up against Bobby Lashley and MVP. Which I believe the Street Profits, I believe the Street Profits lost, I believe. I'm not sure. I wasn't even paying attention. Street Profits won. No. Street Profits won that match. So Street Profits came up with the victory. So I like that match. It was okay. And then that was it for Raw. It then ended with like a little preview for Backlash. Stay tuned for our Backlash predictions coming up on June 12th, which is that Friday. Right. Alrighty, guys. So, thank you guys for tuning on into the episode four of the Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast. I am the assassin, Josh Danker, along Mr. with Mr. Jason Bailey. Yes, and 
you guys, um, thank you guys for tuning on in once again. We really appreciate you guys uh, being re- Crash and Burn Wrestling Marks. It means a lot feel to the us. Rush, everyone. So if you guys want to follow us on social media, feel the rush on the Crash and Burn Wrestling podcast. Every week we go live. If you guys want to follow us on social media for all podcast news, updates, and whatnot, uh, follow us on Instagram at Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter at Crash and Burn Pod. And then subscribe to our YouTube channel, Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast, where we'll be uploading videos very soon. We just um, are trying to plan out a special video for you guys where me and Jason meet up at a we wrestling show. We could try if to upload the area. podcast episodes on YouTube. Yeah, we're going to upload some of the episodes of the podcast on YouTube. So if you guys want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, it's Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast. And... and- Pretty Follow much. our personal pages at Josh's Toy Show and my page at WrestlingFanKid15 and my main account at Bailey underscore Jason16. And I'd like to shout out my girlfriend, Araceli, at Boss underscore Queen16 underscore. And then um, we would also like to announce that Crash and Burn Wrestling Podcast has taken over the Discord. We also have a Crash and Burn Discord server. So if you guys want to be a part of the crash and burn discord server um just uh send us, send us a dm on instagram and add us on we'll discord add you. wrestling fan 16 dash jason hashtag 7680 and josh's discord at josh's toy show at hashtag 3152 all caps and also i'd like to shout out my best friend max who's also a moderator follow add him at maxi the therapist yeah. quote unquote question mark Hashtag 7118. Yes, guys. And if you guys want to listen to any of the episodes on the po- of the podcast that you've missed out on, you guys can go on to either Anchor and it's – We're also on Spotify. Podcast. You guys can – we're also on Spotify. We're also on um, – we're also on Radio Public as well. We're on a bunch of other podcast uh, networks. So if you guys want to – Give us a listen. You guys can listen to us on the go. Thank you for supporting us. Um, so, thank you for supporting Crash and Burn. We really appreciate you guys tuning on. New in every episodes week. recorded and uh, out so, every Friday. That's right, guys. So, I am the assassin, Josh Danker. Mr. Jason Bailey. Saying thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Crash and Burn Bale Wrestling Podcast. Rough. We will... S- and we will see you guys for episode Bye. number number five for our NXT takeover in your house predictions. And we'll see you guys in episode six for and takeover our recap. backlash prediction show. And that too. So we would like to Bye say. For now. See you next